Hello and welcome to Download Radio. We are finally back, and by we, I mean me. Sadly, there's been a change of plans, and the cast, well, they're all pretty much gone, and I'm the only one left. Um, so I guess we'll talk about a little bit why that happened, and uh, why it's been so long since the uh, last episode of Download Radio. Well, um, the first episode, you know, I, I guess it was pretty shitty. Let's be honest, it, it, it was a train wreck. Um, so maybe the rest of uh, the cast was just kind of bummed out with that whole scenario. Um, but what can you do, you know? Um, so, you know, eventually everyone just, you know, uh, lost their management skills and, you know, we couldn't get together to, uh, you know, find the time to make an episode, even though, you know, it would be, you know, an hour, maybe two at the most. Um, but, uh, you know, I did kind of rush into it, so I don't really blame them. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. Um, <laughs> kind of sucks, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, I, I think I'm going to continue making episodes, you know, even if I have to be alone for a while. Uh, I'll keep doing it, and, um, you know, maybe if we get a little bit more pull, people will be interested in the topic, and, uh, you know, they'll want to be a part of the show. And, you know, I've... Uh, excuse me. I've neglected to... Um, you know, make episodes, and, you know, I, you know, I got a little disheartened when people kind of were like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to do this anymore, and, and, um, you know, it kind of, uh, you know, made me not really want to do it anymore myself, because, you know, I, I feel like the podcast is definitely better when there's more people, but, um, what can you do? Um, but anyways, we're going to be moving on here, and uh, you know, I just wanted to update everybody on the whole scenario there. Um, not to say that there won't be guests on future episodes, because there probably will, but uh, you know, I wanted to definitely make an episode because it's long overdue, and you know, I have the free time right now, so why not? Alright, so without further ado... The topic for this episode, famous UFO encounters throughout history. Um, and let me tell you, I don't know how accurate some of these uh, sources are, but um, <laughs> supposedly the um, first ever UFO encounter was the second was within the second uh, millennium BCE, uh, precisely, let's see, 1440 BCE. Um, it was in Lower Egypt. Um, let's see. It was reported by the scribes of the Pharaoh, Thutmose III, <laughs> I guess was his name, um, encountered Fury discs floating over the skies. It was later recorded on the uh, 
Tully Papyrus or something. Uh, so that's about the farthest back we can go for the uh, first ever UFO encounter. But, um, you know, there's a lot. Um, but I guess we'll uh, talk about, like, the 20th century ones and, like, the 21st century ones because, you know, they happened relatively a <laughs> uh, short while ago. So, hmm. Let's see here. 1909. Mystery Airships. New Zealand. A uh, little bit of description here. Strange moving lights and some solid bodies in the sky were seen around Atiko and elsewhere in New Zealand and were reported to newspapers. Hmm. It's pretty interesting. Um, let's see, 1917, uh, Miracle of the Sun. Um, oh God, I can't, I can't even begin to pronounce that. But uh, yeah, I don't know the city name of that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to butcher it the best I can. Fatima Senderanum district <laughs> portugal um let's see another uh description here thousands of people observed the sun uh granite and descend this was later reinterpreted by jikaz valley okay um as a possible ufo sighting but not recognized as such due to cultural differences so uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, and then in the 1940s, um, sure, every now and then somebody's, uh, or sorry, I'm sure people have heard about uh, Foo Fighters um, that were seen over World War II uh, theaters. Um, let's see. Small metallic sp uh, spheres and colorful balls of light repeatedly spotted and occasionally photographed worldwide uh, worldwide by bomber crews during World War II. Um, pretty interesting. Um, uh, I'm going to skip a few because there are a lot. Um, the next real, like, um, you know, famous one that probably everybody's heard of, and if not, you know, look into it for sure, but um, in 1942, um, the Battle of Los Angeles happened. Um, you know, Los Angeles, California. Um, unidentified aerial objects triggered the firing of thousands of anti-aircraft rounds and raised the wartime alert status. Um, uh, and, and, you know, that's a definitely interesting one to look at because, you know supposedly during that time they fired so many anti uh anti-aircraft rounds into the sky and could not hit the object whatsoever um it was later said and this is the kicker it was later said that it was just a weather balloon in the sky um and you know like how shitty of a you know of an aim 
does the um, you know United States <laughs> artillery force really have if they can't hit a weather balloon in the sky so I mean <laughs> I'm not buying that story I'm not buying that story at all it, it's just stupid that makes no sense but um, yeah anyways let's move on here a bit da, 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 da. Well, I mean, everybody and their grandma has heard about Roswell, uh, the UFO crash, um, you know, about 30 miles north of Roswell, New Mexico. Um, United States Army Air Force allegedly captured a crashed flying saucer and its alien occupants. The find was soon explained to be a weather balloon, but regained attention since 1978 after investigations of ST what is this fried man I, okay I, I don't really know what that is but maybe I'll have to look into that maybe even make a case file on that let's see oh and uh, sorry that was 1947 um, anyways let's see 1948 um, green fireballs United States doesn't really say anywhere other than that. Um, let's see. Objects were reported over several United States military bases. An official investigation followed. Huh. Okay. Uh, let's see. 1948. <laughs> oh, uh, I was reading the wrong thing there. Yeah. 1948. Gorman dogfight, North De uh, Dakota. <laughs> um, a U.S. Air Force pilot signed and pursued a UFO for 27 minutes over Fargo, North Dakota. It's, uh, huh, okay. Uh, 1949 Aztec, New Mexico UFO incident. Um... An alleged retrieval of a ground UFO and its occupants from a plateau in New Mexico. So, wow, that happened after Roswell. And, uh, you know, I, I did hear about the Aztec one, but, I mean, huh, I thought it happened, like, the same year, but no, two years later. Okay. Hmm. Let's see here. In 1950, uh, Mariana UFO incident, Great Falls, Montana. The manager of Great Falls pro basketball team took color film of two UFOs flying over Great Falls. The film was extensively analyzed by U.S. Air Force and several, uh, excuse me, independent investigators. Okay. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it's pretty obvious. I'm just making, like, small, um, <clears throat> I'm just reading the uh, small um, descriptions of these, you know, cases. But um, if any of these interest you, um, you know, definitely just type it in Google. I mean, I'm sure you'll find something. Uh, I might actually have to do that myself and um, 
you know, there's some big ones, and there's a lot of, like, um, data to be analyzed within a certain case, you know, I, I might just make an episode on that. Um, so, anyways, let's keep moving here. Um, hmm. What was that, 1950? Yeah. All right. 1951. Lubblock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lubblock Lights. Lubblock, Texas. Texas, sorry. Several lights in V-shaped formations were reportedly, reportedly spotted flying over the city. Witnesses include professor from Texas Tech University and photographed by a Texas Tech student. Okay. Pretty interesting. Um, 1952, Washington, D.C. UFO incident. Um, A series of sightings in July 1952 accompanied radar contacts at three separate airports in the Washington area. The sightings made front-page headlines around the nation and ultimately led to the formation of the Robertson Panel by the CIA. Wow. Huh, that's actually pretty interesting. I might have to look into that a little bit. Let's see here. Hmm. 1953. Uh... Ellsworth UFO sighting, Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, A UFO appearing as a red glowing light is witnessed by 45 people. The sighting takes place for two nights. Wow. So that already, that already just crosses out the uh, theory of it being flares because if it's out continuously for um for two nights or even if it you know appears again like you know it's there for a night disappears and it come back comes back in the same spot for another night it's not no flare it, it can't be i mean i don't know might have to look into that a little bit let's see let's move on uh this one might be a little juicy 1953, Kelly Johnson, Santa Barbara, Channel Case, seen from Argoria, California, and from aircraft flying over Pacific Ocean. Um, Legendary Lockheed aircraft engineer, Clarence Kelly Johnson, designer of the F-104, U-2, U-2, sorry, (laughs) and SR-71, and his wife observed a huge flying wing over the Pacific from the ground in Argonia. Meanwhile, one of Johnson's flight test crews aboard a WV-2 spotted the craft from Long Beach, California. USAF concluded... These trained observers had seen a lenciliar cloud, even though Johnson considered a, uh, 
Yeah, considered and ruled out that explanation. Yeah, like, come on, fucking cloud. Bullshit. Anyways, let's move on. Um, oh, this one's pretty juicy. 1954. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Tanarive. Yeah, I think it's Tanarive. UFO incident. Uh, Tanarive, Madagascar. Um, at 5 p.m., a green ball was seen in the sky and disappeared behind a hill. It reappeared a minute later and flew over the higher part of Tinavia. I, I swear, I'm, I'm butchering this, boys. Anyways, when the object flew in front of them, some witnesses could see a lenti-shaped device with silvery metallic aspect enveloped in electric luminous gas. Wow. That's, uh, that's, uh, wow. I'm definitely gonna have to look into that one. That's definitely interesting. Um, oh, I heard about this one. Yeah, this one's really good. Um, yeah, if you want to, sorry, if you want to scare the shit out of yourself, look into 1955 Kelly Hopskinville Encounter. This took place in a um, a uh, farmhouse near, you know, Hopson, Hopskinville, Kentucky. Um, this is just, this is super brief, but this is like a whole episode on its own, to be honest. But after the sighting of a disc-shaped aircraft, a group of strange goblin-like creatures are reported to have repeatedly approached a farmhouse and looked inside through the windows. Members of the two families present shot at them several times with little or no effect. The encounter lasted from evening to dawn. And there's so much more about this. Like, um... I don't know if it was lie detector tests or what, but, um... You know, there were kids involved, and the kids were even there, and, um, you know, the kids were telling the police or whoever that, you know, all this stuff happened, and it's like, it'd be, it'd be pretty shady shit to get your kids involved in lying in, a, in, in something like this, so, you know, there is a lot of um, facts in this case that just kind of like... It's very believable, let's just say that. So definitely look up the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. Um, you know, this is probably, like, my favorite um, UFO and alien encounter. Um, definitely worth checking out. Definitely. So, <laughs> hell, pause this, check that out right away. You know, it's, it's definitely very interesting. Um, let's move on. Uh, 1957, Edwards Air Force Base Flying Saucer Filming. Um, about 22 miles northeast of Lancaster, California. Uh, Jack Geddes and James Bittick, <laughs> who were filming base installations on behalf of test pilot and later astronaut Gordon Cooper, observed the landing and departure of a silent flying disc. Uh, 
their film evidence was sent to Washington, D.C. Wow. Hmm. Wonder if we can find that outline somewhere. That'd be pretty cool. Um, all right, let's see. 1958, Trinidad UFO incident. Trinidad, I don't know if it's Trinidad or Trinidad or whatever. I, I'm butchering it anyways. Trinidad Island, Brazil. Nine separate sightings and seven photos of UFOs were reported in the Trinidad or Trinidad Island during the meteorological and geological expeditions in the island. Wow, that's very interesting. Oh, here is a uh, here's another one that you should definitely look into. Um, 1959 Dyatlov Pass incident, and that's D Y A T L O V Pass incident. Um, yeah, this one's crazy. Um, Soviet Union, um, and there is a location, but I, I am going to butcher the Russian language, so I'm not even going to even try. Um, but here's a little description. Mysterious deaths of experienced cross-country skiers in the Ural, or Urals are due to... Uh, official events investigation believed to have been caused by an unknown compelling natural force some claim relation to unidentified orange spears so you know if you read into this one uh supposedly there's a possibility for <laughs> a yeti attack happened um you know it, it's a weird case like it's just these nine uh hikers and they they, they hike up a hill that I believe is called, like, Dead Mountain or something like that, which, why the fuck would you hike there anyways? But, um, so they go to this place called Dead Mountain. They, um, it's just, it's so weird. Like, they make a tent in a weird location, and then eventually they they strip and then they run out into the snow with with no clothes on for some reason like it's it's weird just look into it look into Dyatlov pass incident um yeah it's 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 weird it's very very weird um moving on here's another famous one uh 1961 Betty and Barney Hill abduction um i'm sure every i'm well Okay, maybe not everybody, but this one's very, very famous. Um, south of Lancaster on Route 3, New Hampshire. Um, the first widely publicized alien abduction experience. The Hills saw a huge flying disc while driving home in their car uh, at late evening and were abducted and medically examined by small extraterrestrials. That's... Uh, it's definitely something a little spooky, honestly. Um, and I would love to, uh, I would love to be abducted, but you know, not worked on, but just you know, like take me away, put me in your spaceship, and fucking show me around the world, or hell, you know, take me to a different planet, sign me up, I want out of here, I'm done. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, 
you know, I could sit here all day. Like, it seems like, honestly, the way I'm looking at this, there has literally been at least one, like, really, like, at least one documented encounter every year since, what, 19... 1909 or something like at least one one or more encounters happen every year so um you know i'm gonna skip really far ahead because there is a lot a lot and um you know it's probably getting a little boring constantly hearing about all these sightings so let's see let's go really far ahead 1997 phoenix lights um phoenix arizona Lights and craft of varying descriptions, most notably a V-shaped pattern, were seen by thousands of people between 1930 and 2230, that's military time, I don't know what the fuck it is, uh, <laughs> in a space of about 300 miles from the Nevada line through Phoenix to the edge of Tuxin, <laughs> I butchered it, but Anyways, uh, 2000 Warden Sighting, Warden, South Africa. Police inspector Carell claimed to have observed an approaching UFO while traveling on the N3 freeway, 70 kilometers north of Warden in the eastern Free State province. The orange oval-shaped light was fitted with two couples or couples um one above and another below and was wide enough to cover four lanes of the freeway after a close approach the craft receded again a follow-up report claimed that the vicinity is known for moving light apparitions huh yeah okay 21st century uh, I'm actually going to kind of skip a little head here. Um, actually, you know what? Nah, nah, there's, no, there's not that much so far. But, huh. Okay. Uh, 2001. Uh, 7.15. Carterator <laughs> UFO case? Cartert? Cartert? I'm butchering it. Uh, New Jersey. At least 15 people, including two police officers, stopped their car along the New Jersey turnpike to view light formations in the night sky. Huh. Alright. 2004 Mexican UFO incident. A drug smuggling air patrol recorded on infrared camera what some claim to be UFOs. The footage was released by Jamie Masuzin? <laughs> Masu... Yeah, Ma I'm just going to say Masuzin. <laughs> the objects were, however, were, however, convincingly correlated with the burn-off flares of o uh, oil platforms. So, that might not even be a, a uh, UFO. All right. Um, 2004 to 2006, uh, the Turnley Park Lights, um, Turnley Park, Illinois. 
A sequence of five mass UFO sightings, first on August 21st, 2004, two months later on October 31st, 2004, again on October 1st of 2005, and once again on October 31st, 2006. Wow, that's a reoccurring one. And it seems to happen during, <laughs> during fall. It's happened three times on October. That's, uh, huh, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to look into that one a bit. Let's see, 2006, O'Hare International Airport UFO sighting, Chicago, Illinois. United Airline employees and pilots claim sightings of a saucer-shaped unlit craft hovering above Chicago O'Hare airport terminal before shooting up vertically huh uh 2007 aldirney ufo sighting uh balawick of jersini <laughs> uh yeah i probably pronounced that terribly wrong but that's the country i guess um Two airline pilots on separate flights spot UFOs off the coast of Alderney. God, I just... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, 2007. Uh, Kolkata UFO sighting. Kolkata, India. A fast-moving object was spotted at 30 degrees in the eastern horizon between 3.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. And, film, uh, and filmed on handy cam, its shape shifted from a spear to a triangle and then to a straight line. Wow. Uh, the object emitted a bright light forming a halo and radiated a range of colors. It was spotted by many people and hundreds gathered along the EM bypass. To catch a glimpse of the UFO, triggering a frenzy. The video footage was released on a TV news channel and later shown to Dr. P.D. or, I'm sorry, Dr. D.P. Uh, Darani? Darani? Huh. The director of MP Burla Planetarium Kolkata, who found it to be extremely interesting and strange. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Um, hmm. Wow, 2007 was definitely a hot year. Um, again, 2007, Durley... I, I can't even take this seriously right now. <laughs> it's called Durley Dorito, West Midlands Contraband... Uh, con Conservation, huh? United Kingdom. The Dooley Dorito sighting. <laughs> I can't take this name seriously. I'm sorry. The uh, <laughs> the Dooley Dorito sightings concerns multiple sightings of a black triangle over the West Midlands. Contribution, con Con or yeah, conurbation. Ooh, very weird. Okay, 
of the United Kingdoms, which began in November 2007. The phrase was coined by the local press after hearing witness descriptions of the object. Huh. Two thousand eight Stephenville, Texas UFO sighting. Uh, UFOs were and are sometimes still reported from this area. One was an object described as one mile by one and a half mile in size. Holy shit. Spotted over Butch or sorry, spotted over Bush Ranch in Crawford, Texas. The Air Force was has identified the objects as training fighter jets that went unreported due it to a communications problem. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying bullshit, but I'm saying bullshit. All right. Uh, 2008 Turkey UFO sightings. Um, over a four-month span in 2008, a night guard. Wow, well, yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is definitely one to look up. This, I mean, me, honestly, this is what kind of made me believe in the phenomenon. Because this, well, hold on, let me look up 2008 Turkey UFO sightings, okay? Uh, look, look that up on YouTube, actually, because you can see the unedited um original video of um this encounter but uh, l let me finish the description here over a four-month span in 2008 a night guard at the yenti kent compound videotaped one or more ufos over turkey at nighttime many witnesses confirmed the two and a half hours worth of video leading the series uh yeah serious ufo um, Space Science Research Center to dub it the most important images of a UFO ever filmed. Um, and, you know, I back that because in the uh, UFO footage, um, not only can you get a very, very, very um, clear video of the metallic craft, <laughs> but you can actually see inside the craft are these <laughs> aliens there's like these two aliens and they're talking with one another in this stationary US metallic craft in the sky and the guy he caught it all on tape and out of all of the UFO and I guess alien related videos I've ever seen this is, without a shadow of a doubt, probably the most reliable, true film that I've ever seen. I, it's hard to debunk. I don't. I believe that it hasn't even been debunked. Like, like people confirmed that it was like legit. Like it was. It was. It was legit. There was no. There was no form of any doctoring that took place to the footage at all. So, I mean, that just... To me, that's like a smoking gun, you know? It's not fake. It wasn't faked. There was no editing that made it fake. 
So it's like, here's this metallic craft, here's the goddamn aliens in the craft, and the guys who, you know, test videos to, to, you know, prove that they're not doctored or faked or, you know, anything, boom, they're like, yeah, this is legit. So it's like, oh, so, okay, the craft is real. The aliens inside the craft are real. I mean, <laughs> like, look it up yourselves, people. I mean, <laughs> it's a smoking gun for me. Um, and I, I know when some like, I know when a craft, I, I know I can spot out a fake video. I'm pretty good at it. So, you know, either the guys, like, whoever made the video is, like, the best in the world that, you know, fooled professionals at debunking videos. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Anyways, look it up yourself. Uh, you know, check it, like, pause it right now. Go to YouTube. Okay, type in 2008 Turkey UFO sighting and just watch the video. Just fucking watch the video. Um, anyways, let's move on here. 2008 Wales UFO sightings, um, United Kingdom. According to media reports, a police helicopter was almost hit by a UFO before it tried to pursue it. Hundreds of people reported to have witnessed a UFO on the same or preceding days from different areas of Wales. So that's pretty weird. Um, let's see, 2009, uh, January 9th, Norwegian Spiral Anonymously, 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 Anomaly. Okay. Finnmark, Norway, and Sweden. Okay. A large circular spinning white light trailed by a long blue tail over the skies of Norway was spotted by thousands for two minutes around 8.45 a.m. on December 9th. The Norwegian media and space center were swamped with calls and the phenomenon was held to be anything from a UFO to a unique Aurora Borealis event. The following day, Russian authorities confirmed a failed Bolavia uh, launch, explaining the anomaly. Anomaly. Jesus Christ, why can I not pronounce that on the first try? Anyways, um, I read about that. I believe there is a video about that. Um, God, you know, I don't know. It it kind of does look like it was like a missile and that it was just a, um, a failed launch or whatever, but it's like, you know, like the blue lights. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, look into that. You can probably see a video of that as well. Uh, 2009 Norwegian Spiral Anomaly. Um, very interesting, very interesting. 2010 Warren uh, Air Force Base, Wyoming, United States. Oh, well, okay. UFO sighting coincides with 
50 nuclear missiles going offline. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, 2011 Vancouver UFO sightings. Vancouver, Washington. Uh, reports of purple and red flashing lights appearing in the sky on the evening of February 20, 2011 were revealed as a hoax by the owner of the large Chinese-made kite with lights attached. Well, fuck that guy for hoaxing the world, I guess. <laughs> Not even sure. Well, I mean, huh. Well, I mean, in the end, it is a UFO, even if it is a hoax, because, you know, unidentified flying object. Anyways, I mean, I don't really like talking about hoaxes, but, you know, the awful reality is that they do happen. Um, just take the uh, Phoenix Lights, you know. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I think the first case of that was definitely, like, the real deal. But the um, the two that followed after that, uh, after that, I def yeah, they were definitely hoaxes. I mean, the guy, the one guy came out and said, yeah, no, I, uh, I hoaxed you. Um, but he did say that he didn't, you know, the guy said that he didn't hoax the first time. So it's like, okay, either another person hoaxed the first time or that was, you know, the real event that took place. Um, and, you know, I could theory craft that into a little bit, like, I mean, maybe it might sound like a stretch, but I mean, what if the first time was legit, right? Like it was actually like, you know. Quote, quotation marks aliens okay and that they they as in the government or you know yeah well we'll just say the government kind of tried to find a scapegoat to you know point the blame that you know hey this guy's gonna we're gonna get this guy to admit that it was a hoax um you know these later times and, you know, maybe if we convince the world that, yeah, this guy was hoaxing you, you know, people will be like, oh, okay, it was just this fucking clown hoaxing us. You know, it's like misinformation, and they, you know, maybe they did that to, you know, make us scrap the whole idea that, you know, anything actually happened. You know, I, I don't know. I think about these weird kind of scenarios that, you know, could be going on and stuff, and... Who knows? That's why. That's why uh, I made this podcast because I'm one big fucking weirdo. Anyways, let's move on. Um, 2014, mass UFO sighting, Houston, Texas. Many people in Houston, Texas, saw a ring of lights flying during a thunderstorm and this was captured on video object seemed to be transparent but the lights were arranged in a circle or in a circle with a central light visible on some pictures huh okay uh let's see 2015 Kanpur UFO sighting. 
Kanpur, you, uh, sorry, Kanpur, India. Oh, wow, this is a very, very short description. A schoolboy claimed to have captured photographs of a UFO. Uh, oh? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, schoolboy claimed to have captured pictures of a, of a UFO. Do we have any pictures? Uh, pss, no, just gonna have to take his word for it. Oh, okay. See, this would be much funnier if there was somebody to bounce back to, but it's just me, so. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and let's see. Uh, here's another one from 2015. It's actually the last on this list, but I know for a fact there's been many of sightings in uh, 2016, and, you know, maybe uh, they'll update this page. But anyways, uh, last one on this list, Gora Kapur UFO sighting. And this also was in India. Okay. The UFO, a huge disc shaped flying object, was reportedly caught hovering above Padiri Market in Gora Kapur. God damn, these India. Oh, fuck, man. These words. <laughs> Alright. Rumors are doing the rounds on the web that the UFO was the same object that was spotted in Lucknow and Kanpur a few months prior. The viral pictures were clicked on or clicked by an individual identified as Rinku who reportedly said that the object was rotating on its own. The photos have been widely circulated on messaging apps such as WhatsApp and social networking sites, including Facebook and Twitter. However, the distinct administration has dismissed the rumor, saying it was just another hoax. The viral images are being studied by experts from Gorapur uh, University. Jesus. So, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. You know, people are saying that it's just another hoax, but then you got so-called experts studying the images. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh, what, where, uh, where am I running at here? All right. Uh, you know, this is going to be a kind of short episode, and, you know, I do apologize for that, but, um, you know, when it is just me, um, you know, maybe I might curve these episodes at, like, you know, 45 to, you know, 50 uh, minutes or so, but, um, you know, I, I do think we made some good ground, even if it was just me tonight. Um, definitely some uh, pretty interesting UFO cases and uh, overall, I'm pretty happy about that. So, um, huh, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I got a little funny story to kind of like sign us off on this episode. <laughs> um, not that long ago, maybe maybe like three or four uh, weeks ago, I, um, <laughs> you know, this is going to be funny if she actually uh, listens to this episode. But um, <laughs> anyways... Um, about, you know, three or four weeks ago, I went on this, I, I, you know, I guess you can call it a date, <laughs> I guess. It, I mean, 
it was a fucking train wreck but um you know we went and we hung out and we went to a park uh <laughs> it was fucking oh my god it was bad but um you know eventually we you know sat down at a bench or whatever and you know i was looking at the sky and um i swear i swear that i saw something like a kind of like a t-shaped object in the fucking sky and so you know immediately me being you know all big on this topic and such i'm like oh my god do you see that in the sky like i'm over here pointing to it and i'm just like it's right fucking there just look at it please you know and my fucking luck she's as blind as a fucking bat and can't see it worth a shit so again it, it's just like awkward like she's probably thinking like oh my god this guy's a fucking idiot he, like oh my god he's crazy he's like seeing this ufo but there's nothing in the sky and it's like you know it, <laughs> it hurts because it's like it's right there please just look at it squint your eyes if you have to you know it's there and you know i'm trying to get out my phone and like capture it and take a picture of it but it's so fucking far away that my phone just can't pick it up but my eyes can and so <laughs> moving on with the story <laughs> it eventually reaches the point where you know we say our good like you know she takes me home and stuff and <laughs> i'm telling you she probably thought i was fucking crazy uh, like, oh my god, uh, he thinks there's an actual UFO in the sky, but there isn't, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's just fucking nuts. Needless to say, <laughs> this girl, <laughs> she just, she was just done. Like, I, just no contact after that. It was just, like, wiped off of the face of the planet. Like, I know I tanked badly. Like, I got that. But, um, oh my god, it, it was, it it hurt but it was funny it was hilarious because i like i thought about it like crazy like oh my god like it was the first date and i'm over here like already like probably scaring her away with my whole like interest in the phenomenon and stuff and i'm just like oh well i mean you gotta look at it from her point you know it's like oh you know i thought this guy was level-headed um and then now we're at a park and he's just losing his fucking mind over an object in the sky that I can't even fucking see, so I don't even know if it's really there. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, you know, that's my little funny story. I think, you know, maybe for now on, um, you know, since I don't have an intro or an outro because the one guy who was supposed to be working on that fucking flaked on me, fucking manny i'm talking about you you goddamn asshole no i still love you man anyways you know that's the podcast um I, you know honestly i'm actually surprised i managed to make this last like over 50 minutes but um you know i, I i'm definitely gonna try to make episodes more um i know that i slacked on it there for a while i think it's like been a month or something uh maybe a little bit more uh, i apologize about that but I, this is a promise. I'll definitely be back within a week or two. Uh, there will be another episode by that time. Um, I'm probably definitely going to have somebody with me that time around. But um, 
you know, until then, um, that's the pod. I hope you enjoyed.